you the secret. There's a threat you end it, and you don't feel ashamed about enjoying it. Smell the gunpowder and you see the blood, you know what that means? Means you're alive. You won. You take the hit so that you don't ever forget. You kill or you die. Episode 130. Ooh, 130. Of the Geek Generation. I'm Rob Logan, Mike Volby, and Anna Zipkak are in studio. Hello. Oh, sorry. Hola. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> For our bilingual listeners. Just want to remind everybody that we are on Pinterest. So if you would like to follow us there, we post movie posters, we post stuff from the podcast, we post news stories, and you can get all of that through there. Go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Pinterest. If you know how to spell Pinterest. <laughs> if not, you're out of luck. Or you can go on uh, Pinterest, and I think our username on there is the Geek Generation or Geek Generation. I don't remember. Something. Anyway, here's a segment we haven't done in a while. Johnny bit me. Had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way. Is this real life? Johnny, that really <laughs> so you can run and tell that that kid always kills yeah. me baby's awesome i know right uh these are web finds oh which we haven't done in a long time yeah and uh yeah i do have my tv set up to show something i don't know if you guys are gonna like me after i show you this <laughs> <laughs> but just released earlier today Although it would be last week for the people hearing it now. So we're a little bit behind. I know how YouTube stuff can disappear real quick. We have the follow-up, the much highly anticipated follow-up to Gangnam Style. Size next music video. I gotta go poop. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the original. Really? I'm very proud of myself wow. for having never seen it. Good Why? job. Yep. I, because it sounded obnoxious. I've heard it before. It's I'm pop not culture. Big, I know. I'm not big on internet internet memes. I just oh. kind of. Mm. I'm just not big on pop culture. Well, I hate pop mm. culture. Well, this video. I like popcorn. <laughs> yes. This video in this song is called Gentleman, and it is entertaining. Who's it by? Psy. Uh, and this is where a bus should just go by and hit him. And be like, <laughs> you're welcome. It's just stupid. One thing I always wonder about, and I heard somebody say this at some point, for a dude that dances around constantly, you'd think he'd have a better figure. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think he'd be, like, ripped. Some people, though, like Chris Farley, he yep. was really active and That's he was still true. fat, so sometimes it's your genes. He did a ton of drugs and yeah, he ate a ton too. of food. Oh, all right. I'd be okay with this guy, I'm going to say it, being murdered. <laughs> the whole video is him being an asshole. It turns out, instead of us bombing North Korea, we bomb him. It's actually funny, though. Like, well, this guy has to pee in the elevator. So, I'm going to hit every button. Is that Prince in the elevator? <laughs> oh, no. And then my chest. It's just him being a dick to people. He, he farted, farted in his <laughs> hand and put it in the girl's face. Yeah. 
Uh, he's trying, but he's done. Really? Yeah, he's, he's done. I don't know, man. One hit wonder. He's this done. kind of exploded already on the internet. How? What? How? What is exploding about it besides my brain over the stupidity and dumbness? Well, for of it. one, everyone's curious to see what the follow-up to Gangnam Style is. This isn't really something you can meme, though. This isn't something that you can like copy and make it funny. Like, I think that's why the other one caught on because like everybody was doing it. But you can't really do. This. Oh, sure, this is you like can. A video. He's, he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll just be a douche to women, and we'll video. Well, the, yeah, the whole video is him just he's being an ass. pranks and being an ass. So people are gonna do this and just come up with other ways to be an ass. Oh, I'm excited for that. And here's the dance that everyone will do. What's the dance? All right, so he's got his his hand on his chin like he's thinking. Yep. The other hand's cupping the elbow. Yep. And his feet are about. But then he also the, does the and arm then he's thing. He's just shaking Wait his hips it. back and Wait forth. For there's, there's the part where he does almost like the thriller type arm thing that but people the, are gonna copy. Then people need to get just slapped around. I think police should just be like, yeah, go ahead. Just start beating people up. It's all right. You like this? You think this is fun? I didn't say I liked it. Oh. I'm just, it's news. It's relevant. The only relevant thing are Chinese girls in bikinis. See, I liked Gangnam oh, Style. I like the song and I like the video. I think the video is kind of funny. Even this one. The song's not as good. See, that's the thing that everyone will do. The arm thing there. I hate this guy. <laughs> it amuses me how much you don't like him. I really don't. So, which brings me to this, and I forgot to mention it last week. I saw the movie trailer for The Purge. Oh, right. Which, have you seen it, Anna? No. The The crime rate in America has <laughs> dropped to like 1%. There is no unemployment. Uh, one day a year for 12 hours, there's no law. Police walk away. You can kill. You can rob. You can do literally anything you want yep. for twelve hours. Everything's legal. Everything is legal. Wow! It's your it way to just everybody take it just out. get there. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I will find him. Yeah, he is. And I will kill him. But really? How much does he impact your life at all? None at all. But he's just obnoxious because he influences I other people to be stupid, <laughs> like me. So I just thought I would play that there. Watch the the trailer for the Purge. That okay. Great looking movie. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> we got some mail. Ooh. Oh, my God. You've got mail. You bastard. This one that we got was one of those unique emails that we thought was so good that we had to devote an entire segment to it. So we put a lot of preparation into this. Uh, I'll read you the message first. It is from Aaron Shuck, who says, what up, guys? Mm. Love your show. It is definitely one of my geek outs every week. Now, I know you guys watch a lot of movies and or television. So I was wondering if your life was a movie or television show, what would be in your soundtrack? So the things that we had to find were an opening credit song, uh, your epic battle or fight song, your love scene song, your death or sad song. I added tragedy because it didn't always have to just be a mm. death song. It could be tragedy, too. And then a closing credit song. He gave his list saying opening credit song would be the intro to Batman, the animated series. 
The epic battle fight song would be Rocky going the distance. His love scene song would be the Valvinus intro. Hello, ladies. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Uh, The death sad song would also be from Rocky, No Easy Way Out. And the closing credit song would be the Star Wars ending. Pretty pretty good ending. Yeah. Uh, So we did not only come up with our own lists... But we pulled the sound clips. Oh, you did get them. I got them all. Cool. So we're good to go. I got everything here, which was the whole point of preparing. <laughs> so, yeah, I did get I them know. in time. We just say it's, it was difficult. It was, it difficult. was really it was difficult. Some yeah. of them, there's no real rhyme or reason why I picked them. I'm just like, I don't know. It's got a good beat. It works, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. I have like, to like I've seen your lists, and you guys probably haven't listened to each other's stuff because you just saw. I saw your list posted, but I didn't look at it purposely. I was like, yeah, uh, I, I didn't there. know. I think I knew one of the songs on your list. Yeah, I think there are a lot of surprises here. Like I was kind of surprised by choices of people. Like Volpe, you have almost no rock in yeah. there, huh? Which is very odd. Yeah, for I would have thought something totally different. I don't than know. What you because I don't. I don't feel like rock music fits in with movies anymore. Yeah, not it. it because when you watch a movie from the 80s that has like a rock song in it, you just laugh. And oh, go, I love so that stupid. stuff. I love those old 80s montages. Uh, mm. Mine's mostly <laughs> 80s. So it is. Just, but that's my movie. Right, though. right, yeah. right. Uh, so I figure we'll go one at a time. We could jump from from person to person for each. For but I think it would give us the full effect of like going through someone's entire mm. thing. So I, I'll let everyone do their own intros for stuff. Oh crap! I didn't. Re- <laughs> you, oh no! Well, I can go right on my phone. I have okay. the, what I. Sent I mean, to I you. can read the names of them, but I'll I'll kind of prompt you for each. Uh, who wants to go through? What kind of like reason? What are you looking for when we go into the intro? Oh, it's kind of totally like you. a little bit. Why? That's mm. what I, yeah. I mean, I, I'll play it underneath you. If there's a part you want us to hear in particular, mm. then uh, who wants to go first? Why don't you go first, Mister Host? Because I always go last. Mm. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> okay. So, Anna, your opening credit song. Do you, do you want me to just play it? or <laughs> I guess so. Or okay. you could say it. And then play, play it lightly it. in the background. Yeah, I don't know. This is what you sent me. Maybe it's a longer intro. Maybe a different version. Here we go. Coming at you, WNBC. <laughs> That's right, Howard. Maybe I should have pulled the intro out. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I didn't. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? This is it, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's just different than the one I have. So your light is in the so, air. <laughs> this is the problem with me pulling the clips. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Janis Joplin's Mercedes Benz, yep. and it just... I don't know. I just my intro has always been driving down a open, lonely highway in my truck. Yeah. And like this song goes with that. Yeah. And plus, I've never had anything. I've always had to, you know, buy my own stuff. Like nobody's ever given me anything, you know. Yep. So it's it speaks to me a little bit. So, so this is my intro. Makes sense. Sunset, driving down a highway in my awesome truck, which is a 1985 Dodge Ram Charger. If, if anybody's interested, <laughs> it's on the Amazon wish list. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. All right, moving on. Is there a sword strapped to it anywhere? Because there's like... lots of guns. Oh yeah, all right. lots of guns. <laughs> so it's still there's a zombie killing machine. Oh yes. Have you ever seen my truck? It's no. terrifying. It's awesome. It is pretty cool. Yeah, my truck. Just awesome. your Jeep. That's all I've seen. Yeah, I don't. I don't drive it far because it's old. So your uh, your epic battle fight song. This song is awesome. 
Now there are, there were multiple versions of this, so I hope I got the right one. Oh, here. mine's I don't know. It's from the soundtrack. So this is from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It's one of the living, which is just the best zombie apocalypse song that could ever have been written. It wasn't written about zombies, but it's a great. Have you ever heard this song? I've seen the movies. So. Oh, this song is awesome. It makes you want to kick everyone's ass. <laughs> and it's so 80s. And there's, like, oh yeah, epic, epic 80s saxophone solo later. It's like great. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Tina Turner's voice is so weird. I don't She's know. awesome. Don't even get me started on Tina Turner. <laughs> oh, love her. It's the chorus, really. If you want to forward to the chorus. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where it starts. Yeah. It's hard to fast forward on this thing. Shoot bullets. Volpe's dancing through this entire segment. Wow, her truck is pretty badass. You put a machine gun on the front of it. Oh yeah, needs like a big like needs like a big brush guard on it. Or on the top, so somebody can stand in the back. Yeah, like in The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, you just you're crushing people in this thing. Yeah, it's like an OJ Simpson. Uh, and it really is. <laughs> Very close. Wow. All right, I guess we can skip the epic sax solo. People can look it up later. I don't want to take up the whole episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to your uh, love scene song. Oh, this song is This made perfect. me laugh when Isn't you said Isn't it hilarious? I, I was it's like, so what perfect. The it's so perfect, though. <laughs> Cause I'm such a I'm such a douche when it comes to romance. <laughs> I'm a douche. I guess I've already won the No man is worth the aggravation. What is this? It's from Hercules. That's ancient history. Been there, done that. Anna's singing along. Yeah. This is what's funny to me, because it just it's so Oh, it's so Disney. Yeah, it is. No chance, no way. I won't say you don't know. It's like her movie would be all like, like dark and like zombie killing, and then this comes up, and it's suddenly Austin Powers. Right. right. <laughs> Very Mike, Mike walks by, he's got the teapot held just right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song, basically what it is, which is just like me, is like, I don't need a man. Like, yeah. I'm fine. It's Whatever. denial. It, it really is. But it's like, then I go home and look at my engagement ring and I'm like, oh, we're getting married. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I had a girl moment. Right, exactly. I'm like, oh. where the fuck did that come from? Um, Dogs, tear that squirrel apart yeah. now. <laughs> Seriously, though. I mean, it's it's just a song about being in complete denial about your feelings, yeah. which is how I am. Because I'm like, I don't need nobody. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need nobody. I'm fine by myself. And I don't yet, need you're like you. a serial monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're always in a relationship. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> go figure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, then your death, sad tragedy song. Oh, this is the saddest song ever written. It makes me cry. Oh, this is sad. This is the worst, <laughs> saddest song ever. It is. <laughs> I almost feel like we need to do the tragedies first and then do the love song to like bring it back. Let's see if Anna's going to cry on the show. <laughs> Never. 
This one, you definitely have to wait for the chorus, though. No one this song really made me cry was on Scrubs. It was on they Scrubs. They played it on Scrubs? They played it on Scrubs, and I was like... Uh, During what part? I don't remember. Yeah, when people die in that show. They did a good job of picking uh, music that oh, way. They yeah. really did. The, the, musically, the show was awesome. The whole the show in general was awesome. I knew this sounded familiar. I didn't know how. There weren't that many characters in the show that died, so like that had a think, big impact. Yeah, so. I don't... That's probably what they used it for, though. Probably. Oh, so sad. Growing up is the worst thing that I've ever had to do. Sucks. I want to be like seven again so bad. We all do. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Sad song. No, seven wasn't a good year. Was I really actually want to be four because I wasn't in school yet. And I was preschool. <laughs> Didn't have to do anything. Had no obligations at all. You're toilet trained. Yeah. You get to watch movies and comprehend them. I'm but still you don't not have to toilet trained. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> And then to end your wonderful movie. Stealing it from another movie. <laughs> hey, What's that's perfectly okay. And love the song? This is God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss, and it ah. was from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. During the their makeup list days. Well, you'll probably post it online, but for people who don't look at, didn't look at the website, at least they'll right. know who it is. So they're like, oh, that song sounds cool. Right. I'll go get it. It's just a great ending credit song. It like yeah. goes with like scrolling letters really well. <laughs> it goes in scrolling it letters. It does. It really does. And it's from Bill and Bogus Journey. Yeah. So. Right. Are they still making a third one? Uh, I don't know. No, I haven't heard anything new. Yeah. The funniest thing is I had to pull a lot of these off of YouTube. Yeah. So really? See, it was this video was them with no makeup. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. But it does have clips from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey nice. throughout it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's one of those integrated oh, yeah. videos. Oh, that's awesome. But it's so weird seeing them not in makeup. They should put the makeup on all the time. They should just tattoo it well, on. Well, they had that. <laughs> Every single... They I don't had know, that phase. I know what the actor's name is, but the guy that played the Reaper... Yep. Every yeah. time me and Mike see him in anything, we go, you sunk my battleship. <laughs> like, every, like, that guy will never live that role down, ever, as long as he lives, it, to me anyway. You have sunk my battleship. Yeah. What else has he been in? He's all over the place. He's yeah. in stuff all the time. But, like, he's not, you don't know his name, so you just, you just go, oh, it's that guy. You know it's that guy from. It's that guy. It's, it's, like it's the Reaper. Thing. It's death. It's death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually the Grim Reaper. I'm here to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play Twister? <laughs> uh, so, Volpe, yeah. let's go through your movie. Mine's a pretty different. Yours is all over Mine's the place, Mine's all man. over the place. And a yeah. lot of these surprise me. Yeah. All over the place. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Really? No, there might be a little. There had to be if you made the choice. Well, I think my movie would be... It'd be a lot darker. Very yeah. revenge-filled. Like, <laughs> just angry, like... Yeah, people are dying. <laughs> well, even, right. even your opening credits song well, surprised the, the shit out of me. The opening credits song is uh, Titanium by David Guetta, which is like an electronic dance thing. But if you watch the music video, there's a lot of the electronic dance music videos are superhero based. Oh, where, really? Like kids have these superpowers or the ability, these abilities that they unfold as the video goes on. Uh, they're not all like girls shaking their asses. Like there's, they're really cool. So like, you have a connection we're not seeing here. I do. Um, Oh, this is a different version. You pulled. It features somebody, Chinella. Why is it not supposed to have singing? It does, but this is a different girl. Oh, 
Oh. It's all right. It's not a big deal. It's just a different version of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a beat. Like, I don't know. I like the song. Okay. Yeah. But they actually, this is one of the songs in Pitch Perfect. That is they it? Sing. Yeah. It's the one Anna Kendrick singing in the shower. That's a good, good yeah. visual thing. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Anna yeah. Kendrick in the shower. Yeah. So now picture me in the shower. Hey, and face. Oh, Anna, that was me. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to. You're taken, <laughs> and so am I. Yeah. That's off limits. So I think yeah. the song I think is just well, it's putting up a lot of shit, but never being like knocked down. Sure. So then my uh, epic uh, battle song. This is this is almost cliche. This song's so awesome. It is though. awesome, like, but it's almost cliche. If I come, if I ever get back into wrestling, this is my entrance music. It's almost, but I, I say cliche safely yeah. because I definitely have a cliche in mind. <laughs> like, nice. It's so much. It's like though. a badass song. It already sounds epic. They use it for sports videos all the time. Oh yeah, you, you, I'm no doubt you've heard this in some form. Probably. Like this would just be me, like just kicking the shit out of a ton This of isn't people. like just a battle. This is a war. This is a song. war song. Yeah. This is when you're like fighting zombies inside and then they like pan the camera mm-hmm. over the wall and there's like 90,000 of them. This is probably the part yeah. you would have heard. It would just be a just, just slaughter everywhere. Makes sense, yeah. It'd be a good entrance music though. It would. Yeah. It would. They even have the clapping parts for the audience to get into it. Yeah. Stomp and clap and... Yeah. It is kind of epic. Yeah. It is epic. It'd be an epic battle I mean, it song. It makes sense for an epic battle song. Right. It's just like... Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just buildings are being knocked down. There's just shit exploding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> heads coming off, you know. It'd be epic. Swords flying and zombie heads being decapitated. I think you guys both had zombie fights no, in mind. No, no, I don't know if it would always be zombie. I mean, I'd... I don't know. You were wrestling You're like, zombies. I fucking take anybody well, down. I don't if know. The, if the character was like, had superpowers, just destroy everything. You were wrestling zombies in yours, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. DDTing them. The next <laughs> your, your love song really surprised me. This is, you know why? Because this music video has always been ingrained in my head. It's Fiona Apple's Criminal because it's so gritty and just dirty. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think he actually took it as the love scene no, song. Well, oh, yeah. not, not only that, but it would be like, you know, it'd probably take place in a strip club. Yeah, it'd be probably. like naked women everywhere. Well, no, it's, just, it's funny because it starts off with I've been a bad, bad girl. <laughs> right. But, like right here, actually, I think. Well, I'm not talking about me. It's just I know, but it's just <laughs> funny. It's funny to think about it that way. Like, if imagine, like, when I was listening to it, I pictured, like, Duke Nukem sitting in a strip club, and yeah. the song's just playing, and he's just sitting there badass. The music know? video is wicked over-sexualized. Yeah. It's crazy. She's, like, stripping and half-naked the whole yes. thing. Yeah. And when you're, like, I don't know, what, 12 watching that, it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It was at that, that time That never period. leaves your brain, ever. And she's not even, like, the most attractive. It's just the way she is in that video. Yeah. It's just, like, the vibe coming off of her. It is something yeah. very hot. It's actually a fairly good song, too. It is. She was a one-hit wonder, huh? Really yeah, a, lot, a lot of people like her. My exposure to her was definitely just the mm. one song, though. This song is just kind of got a sad vibe to it. Hence the... Yeah, idea. So where'd you go for? by Fort Minor, which is one of the guys from Lincoln Park. Um, I was starting to listen. To, I was like, "Yeah, this is sad." And then he starts rapping. I was like, "Well, that kind of yeah. took me out of it." Yeah, but the lyrics—if you, it's yeah, yeah. I know what you were going for. Yeah, and it makes sense. It works. 
this part was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's got a very sad, yeah. Sound, and actually, yeah. you could almost go right into your end credit song from this. Yeah. The beat, it goes right she with said, it. Some days I feel like shit. Some days I want to quit and just be normal for a bit. I don't yeah. understand why <laughs> you're dancing by yeah. I'm so not a rap guy, but I like for, I like Mike Chioda. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, which sounds like Mike Chioda. Yeah, all right, uh, referee. Yeah, it's just I don't know the sad. That song. It's a little fucked up, Mike. It is a little fucked up. And of course, this would be like the uh, the the end of um, what movie is it where this plays? Uh, I have no idea. Oh my god! But it. Yeah, and if, if she, you've seen, you'll recognize it. It's Bittersweet Symphony. Oh yeah. What's the movie that it plays in the end credits? And I'm like, oh Every my god, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It was um, Reese Weatherspoon's in it. Um, Legally Blonde. No, <laughs> no, that movie's great though. Oh. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. I have no idea. It's a good song. Though. I need more than Reese Witherspoon. I know. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Oh. Um. Right. Right now, people listening to this are going. They're screaming it, and we're not getting it. It's uh, cruel intentions. Cruel intentions. I never saw that. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Even though they have like Sarah Michelle Gellar as the seductress, and I see yeah. nothing really sexual about her. It's huh. the hottest she ever was in that yeah. movie, but. So. This is definitely a, it's a good, a good yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you can see the see the letters. But like that beat, that d- d- yep. d- is just like your sad song. Yeah. We're singing and dancing on the Geek Generation today, <laughs> That's folks. Right, singing and dancing. Any excuse to sing, right? <laughs> good stuff. All right, I have to do mine. Um, That's a raspberry flavored iced coffee. (laughs) Obviously, there would be something Batman in mind somewhere, but it's not the traditional ones that you'd probably think of. I did think about doing Batman the animated series, but it's almost too short and it was used in uh, Aaron's answer. So I took one that is more toward my personality. So it's like that, but it's a little more rock and roll. And it's the uh, main title theme for the Batman Beyond movie. Because it starts off like this, very Batman, and then it gets like nice guitar riff in it and everything. And actually, I think I played this at the beginning of my post spotlight oh. when I did that. It's a strange, strange world, <laughs> which makes sense for my movie. <laughs> in my brain is a strange, strange world. And then when it kicks in, you get the guitars riff, and it's so good. Camera's panning along this big city. The Batmobile's flying down the road. Unfortunately, the credits for the movie are just words at this point. (laughs) But there's no scene in your head, like my driving down the highway scene. You don't have a um, a visual. I kind of do, and it's kind of along with what Volpe's saying. Like I'm standing on a skyscraper. (laughs) Like it's very Batman. The cape is flapping. It's very Batman. (laughs) Okay. A little bit of rock and roll. It's like epic rock and roll, mm. I guess. 
That's what he described. Leading right up into his epic battle. The scene. epic battle song. If you've ever seen uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the trailers for it, you would know this song very well. And it's, I think it's just great for, for like very high energy, active fighting. Prodigy. And this part's like the whole wind up, squaring off. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing a one-on-one fight. I don't know. I didn't have the whole war scene in my yeah. head. Just, just one-on-one. Oh, my picture is just me destroying everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just goes boom. <laughs> I love it. It almost sounds like hitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, every beat is just like bam, bam, bam. He's lip-syncing the he techno. <laughs> I love it. Pretty good. If I could get the licensing, I might use that as the intro for this show. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. I love it. Oh, boy. Here's the... Uh, Let's find I out what this goes is the one that everyone's. Uh-oh. I think this is the one that everyone's most embarrassed by on all these lists. I wasn't. I'm proud oh. of mine. Mine was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said that in her voice. <laughs> what is it? Meg? In, yeah. Yeah, in Hercules. Yep. You guys probably don't recognize who this is. This wasn't one of his bigger hits. It sounds very uh, Karate Kid right now. There's, yeah, I, <laughs> you'll know soon why it does. It's not from Karate Kid, but Rob slowly like unbuttoning his shirt, <laughs> <laughs> chest hair is popping. <laughs> I shave my chest. Thank you very much. No, you're naturally hairless. Don't tell people. Oh that. yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Do you know who this is? No. Brian Adams. Oh. oh yeah, now I know. It was uh, thought I'd died and gone to heaven. I love this song. <laughs> no, you know what happens? It's like that. It's like that '80s video where it turns into all sketch people and his women start coming <laughs> off of the wall of fame, and like they're all rocking out together and they're like sketchy '80s drawing people. That's what this is. <laughs> And it's so 80s, too. Needs, and, a, needs a saxophone. Yeah, it does. All the best love ballads came out of the 80s. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was actually a song of an ex... That's like, you know when you have songs with people? That was actually an ex-girlfriend song that I had uh, with her. But, I don't know. It's endured beyond that. See, I opted out of that with this relationship. I was like, no, let's not do that again. I've yeah, never every had other a song one. It's always never a good thing, thing to hear. do yeah. because then you usually have a bad association with it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I did with that song for a while, but it came back around. Now it's just its own. Uh, so now the death, the sad song. Mm. I guarantee you, I have the saddest, saddest Rob's possible woman song ever. Has died. The Joker has <laughs> <goes> killed her. <laughs> and then you hear this. He's on his knees, holding her head from her hand. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've been waiting for so long for some opportunity on the show to rickroll the audience. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No. You have no idea. This was a huge internet meme years ago. Oh. Where you would just trick people into watching this music video. Oh. It has like over 67 million views. Wow. Because it's just 
all you would do is trick people to watch the Rick Astley never gonna give you up video. Uh, you've definitely heard the song before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's so goofy the whole, <laughs> the whole time. He's just like swaying with his hands like that. So that's that's not my real song. <laughs> I just uh, I had to take the opportunity to do a Rick roll. If people even remember, I was like, what I can't picture anymore. what he would be doing, like dancing like Carlton and Fresh Prince. It while is kind of like that. Yeah, it's, the, the dance <laughs> is kind of like that. But I said I had a very cliche one in there, and this is my cliche one. There's nothing wrong with cliche, yeah, because it works. It brings out emotion. There's a reason for it. This song is sad. <laughs> Do you know this song? I've heard it. Yes. Yeah. It's Evanescence. Yes. I had the album. <laughs> I need some pizza. <laughs> Cheesy bread. <laughs> it's a very sad song. Yeah. I like this version. This is the band version where it kicks in later and there's like a full mm. band because there's two versions of it. And the, the one of them is just like this tone the whole time. I'm picturing Rob's in the bathroom, hands on the sink, staring at himself in the mirror. <laughs> a tear rolling down the The camera slowly pans and you see the bat cowl in the background. He's trying to decide whether to continue or not. <laughs> I always picture like with this one, I picture a grave and raining yes, and the, the single definitely. white flower and oh my god. <laughs> and then vengeance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the epic battle song starts playing. Somebody out. gets the ass beat. Yeah. And then the uh the closing credit song I chose for multiple reasons. One of which is that it's arguably the best movie theme of all time. But to end a movie. It's not necessarily what you would think of to use. It's more of an intro. Mm. But that's kind of what I like about it. There's a sense of hope to it. Mm. So it's not really over. There will be a sequel. It's never really over. There's always a sequel. There's always more. Perhaps a prequel. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty good. There's so much hope in this There really is. And it's kind of heroic. They all ended this way, didn't they? I think so. Uh, uh, there is hope. There is hope. There's hope. There's heroism. Mm. I love it. It's good. It's a good one. Sort of, sort of goosebumpy. Yeah. A little goosebumpy. Every time. <laughs> Why isn't the show open with this? <laughs> Legal reasons. <laughs> all right. Please. I have permission <laughs> to use the one that we use. I love this song. It's a great song. I could listen to the whole thing, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's just so good. Remember when soundtracks well, were like this? They're not like this anymore. They're not. They're really not. Even Harry Potter, um, John Williams did the first two and then stopped. And they weren't. the other ones weren't as memorable. It yeah. sucked. It, people, they just don't write the good ones anymore. Yeah. When's I think last- tomorrow is going to be a Back to the Future on Blu-ray. Kind of See, that's, that's how powerful that theme is. It you is. just hear you just it and you go, I want to watch Because now all. I have the HD TV, I have the PS3. Yep. I can truly watch it now. And, and the things that this man went through with discovering HDMI. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. Yeah. I played I Halo no the other day. I was like, holy shit. Once, it sucks, though, going backwards. Because like um, I've been catching up on Doctor Who because it's back. Yep. And BBC America doesn't have HD on demand. Right. So I have to watch standard definition on demand. And I'm like, oh, look how, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it's like the word you get like so spoiled by it. You're still watching it on HD TV. So yeah, it still but it looks good. No. Because I've been watching Cheers and that's not in. 
Yeah, but HD. still, when you nice. when you like, because I don't even scroll to the non HD channels. Like I'm no. a, I am terrible. And then I have to watch something in standard definition, and I just get grumpy. <laughs> Same with with uh, next generation. Yeah, yeah. lousy. Well, I still have the Blu-ray. Gotta remember them this time. Yeah. Except I'm gonna watch the first two seasons and then watch the third one and be like, <laughs> <laughs> the third one comes out. Uh, I'll have those very soon, actually. Mm. It's coming out soon, but I'm watching it first. <laughs> Fine. I need to borrow your movie. I still haven't seen the 2009 Star Trek movie. Oh, I'll have to throw that in a case for you because that's inside of the saucer the section. Case. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you want to take the whole Enterprise home. Sure, I do. No, just... <laughs> uh, so those are the soundtracks of our lives. These are the days of all lives. <laughs> like suns through the hourglass. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, a discussion in the spoiler room mm-hmm. of the Walking Dead season three finale. We'll be right back. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Chris Hardwick, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. In case for some reason you forgot the thing you were listening to. Why would you do that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. All right, we are back. And as promised... We're going to step into the spoiler room, provided I can find it behind all the dust it's covered with. Yeah. Because we haven't stepped in for quite a while. But, all uh, the t-shirts at the Geek, Geek Generation store <laughs> have piled up in front of the door. <laughs> so we need your help. We need your help. Uh, so please buy a shirt. TheGeekGeneration.com slash store. Yeah. But I think I found it right over here. Access granted. Welcome. I'm glad that the retina scanner worked this time. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to hit the freaking buttons. <laughs> you don't want to know what happens scanner. if you're not the right guy. <laughs> so for those of you who have not stepped into the spoiler room with us before, uh, from this point on, since we are inside, anything we say is fair game. This is the last thing we'll be doing in this show. That's why we put it at the end. So if you have not seen the season finale for season three of The Walking Dead, we're going to talk about it openly. I have not seen it. <laughs> but I don't think you guys expected me to, which made me think an interesting thing. I expect um, you to watch it at some point. See, here's the thing. I do. <laughs> Probably never going to watch it. I think you should. I think it's your duties here's as the, thing. Uh, the geek man. <laughs> Probably never going to watch it, yep. but I had an idea. Hmm. What if I just get all the story and everything by watching the Talking Dead, because I like Chris Hardwick anyway. <laughs> I don't have to deal with the gore, the zombies. I can just hear the story the by only, watching Talking Dead. The only problem with that is sometimes the they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, like once in a while you'll get like a bad co-host okay. that like 
doesn't watch the show, but like is uh, like Sarah Just Silverman, made a crack joke. who I love Sarah Silverman. I really do like her. Yeah. But when she was on, it was pretty evident that she did not understand what was going on. Oh, she probably just watched that one episode. Or she watches it half-heartedly and doesn't yeah. really think about it. You know, so Chris knows what he's talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah, he knows what he's, he's talking way about. Into it. And any of the actors from the show that are on. But once in a while, you get like a comedian or like a, a star guest star that's just really it would it would knock you into an area that like sure. you didn't need to be in. They're there more for entertaining purposes than actually right. to discuss it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So uh, the Walking Dead season three finale. Go. What, what are the big <laughs> things here? All right. Initial thoughts of the whole episode. There you go. Slightly disappointed. Just, really? Just because it wasn't as big as last year's. Okay. Last year had me diving off of the couch, jumping up and down and clapping. Oh, wow. And this year it didn't do that for me. So for me, it was just like, it was a good episode, but I felt I didn't feel like it was a finale episode. I felt like it could have been like the second to last episode. You know, it didn't have the same punch as last year hmm. to me. The cliffhanger wasn't as... No, but which is kind of nice because now I'm not like chomping on the bit for a, the season four. Like yeah. last year, I was like, oh my God, where's October? Like I need the next episode and <laughs> I need it now. Don't do this to me. Right. And like this year, I didn't feel like that. I'm like, oh, I wonder where they're going with this. I almost wonder why they separate things into the season that I do because now it's almost as big a break from the end of the season to the start of the next one. It's almost like that's in halves now instead that's of... That's kind of why I like it, though. I know you guys both complain about mid But then you only get, breaks. what, like four or five episodes at Eight. a time? Oh. There was 16, right? Because okay. yeah, Doctor Who's 16. killing me with that. Doctor Who has only got, I mean, like We have 12. like three more or yeah. something before. There's not a lot. They did, yeah, like seven episodes, took a break or eight episodes, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 16 this season. But I like it because it gives me something to look forward to in October, which I need something to look forward to because yeah. it's the fall. And I get depressed. That's so. when you start going indoors and not doing yard work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I get really sad. And then I now, but like, I don't have to wait that long. I mean, if it had finished eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. you'd have to wait almost a year. Right. I mean, only 16 weeks out of 52 weeks is not a lot of content. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the midseason break. But even the midseason finale, I thought was more, more exciting. You know, it was more action. Hmm. This one was more... Like, you want to talk about it in a little more emotional, I guess. Mm. I enjoyed the episode. I think they, they built a lot of hype that there was going to be, like, a lot of people dying. Which there were, but not in the way you thought it was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, They built up that there was going to be this big war. But in the back of my head, I remember talking to you about this and you saying that there's so much governor and prison material that there's no way it's all going to finish up in one season. So. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, my God, who, we want to see the governor die. Who's going to kill him? And I'm like, oh, he's not. It's not going to happen. There's right. no way they're going to end this now. There's too much to go. Right. You know, I kept thinking of what you said. That was in the back of my head. So I wasn't surprised that they didn't kill him. I was surprised by the way they handled things, like having him go nuts and just wipe out his whole town. He just yeah. killed everybody. Yeah. Which was kind of unexpected. Um, I, Everybody I talked to, they'd be like, did you watch him? I'm like, yeah. I'm like. I'd say, what'd you think? And the, the response across the board was, eh, I didn't really like it. And I was, and I would say, why? And they'd be like, I don't know. I just thought it was all going to be wrapped. Governor should have died. And I said, well, if they did that, then where do they go? Right. Go, There's a lot left. There's going to be a war. There's going to be, right. you want to see people die. It's going to happen. There's going to be, he's going to rebuild and he's coming with an army. 
as that and then you gotta you gotta wait for it. You gotta yeah. let, let it pay off. Well, the whole thing, what my what I was upset about, like when I was talking to you about it and how they can't possibly wrap it up, is that it, in the comic books, the prison became a nice place mm-hmm. where they started farming and like getting along, and they ran the generators, and they had movie night every Thursday, and like it was a really happy, good yeah. place. So if they lose it it becomes much more of a tragedy right. than this shitty ass prison that they're all miserable at right. and having to leave there. It's like, well, who cares? Cause it sucked there anyway. Mm-hmm. So they need to, before anything crazy happens, they need to build up that happiness I and think the security. You know, they're going to, you're going to get to know all these new people yeah. and everything's going to be like sort of hunky dory. Mm-hmm. And then shit's going to hit the fan. Cause he's, uh, he's out there still. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you could see that they, with, with Rick's journey in this season, he went like crazy because Laurie died and uh, like it finally hit him. And then at the end, that last, like one of the last scenes is he, he loading all these people off the bus from the town yep. and uh, he actually looked happy finally. Yep. Like and Laurie wasn't there. He looked, he looked up, up, and up she, on the, right. Yep. She wasn't there. So yep. he finally got past that and he's like. Seemed kind of excited, you know, about about yeah. the whole prison situation, having new people and what they're going to do. So I think they're going to do exactly that next season is build it up. And then hopefully we'll see more of uh, Rick, Carl, Michonne, and maybe um, Daryl going out together. Because yeah. now there's a whole new situation of you have all these people there. How are you going to feed them? Yep. How are you going to get the supplies you need? And Yeah. So they're going to be maybe more adventurous. It would be good if there were some more standalone episodes like the one Mm -hmm. where Rick, Carl, and Michonne went out and found Morgan. Because that episode was just amazing. I Mm -hmm. mean, that was so well written and so well done and really exciting, but it didn't really have anything to do with the story Well, I think think you'll see it. Yeah. They're going to. I I trust them. I really I'm like, they do such a great job with this show. I am a little upset that Andrea is gone. Just because uh, I didn't really like TV Andrea, but mm-hmm. I love comic book Andrea. So the fact that they cut her short. So she's still in the comic book? Yeah. And she can't now live up to that potential. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, mm. I mean, I think Maggie maybe is going to turn into comic book Andrea just based on the personalities. But I'm like, oh, I wanted her. Because they, they touched upon the fact that she's kind of good with a gun. Mm-hmm. In the comic books, she is their sharpshooter. She's unbelievable with a gun. She'll, like, take somebody's ear off from 100 but, yards. But what happens in the comic books is not happening here. No, so. I know. But I'm just saying that, like, yeah. it was disappointing for me, one of my favorite characters. I, I think it, it was suiting that she died. Because yeah. this whole situation is partly hers to blame. She had an opportunity to end it by killing the governor more than once, and she didn't do it. Right. And she thought it, but she was there ready to kill the guy and didn't do it. Right. And I don't know. I mean, at the end, I think that that's what she she realized, that I'm dying here, and it's my fault. Right. Like, I could have done... I could have saved it. Yeah. Could have saved everybody. It's really weird. Like, I know Kirkman's a pretty fucked up guy, which is why we love him, but... I wonder if like his the social commentary of the season is mm-hmm. is kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. And the good people like Milton and Andrea who don't want to kill anybody, even though really they're right and they are the good people, but they always die. And same with Lori. Like Lori was not made for that world. Lori like could not yeah. have done it on her own. Like she was too nice. She was too political. Mm-hmm. She never would have made it. And she died. So everybody that even um Dale from mm-hmm. last season too. Same thing. Like whenever you try to be the uptight, yep. upfront, you know, good guy, 
you end up dying. Like yeah, that's just, what happens. It's not the, but that's the way I think the world would really be. Heather and I have this conversation every episode. Right. The episode where there was the guy hitchhiking on the side of the road, he had the backpack on. Yeah. And they decide not to pick him up, but drive right by him. I right. was like, well, why didn't they pick him up? I would have stopped. I'm like, and you're dead. Right. I'm like, you don't do that. It's, it's a different world. Like right. you can't, you put a bullet in somebody's face before you, and then you ask the questions. Yeah. You can't, it's not the other way. You can't be like that. I'm like, you don't survive. You just, you die. They'll- but it's a, but then it's a toss up because they did take that bus full of random people. There could be some psychos in there. You don't know. There definitely could be. But I think they're also looking at it. They didn't touch upon it, but to go back to the town and pick up people who were there, it kind of says those people were not up to trying to attack them. They're not a threat. Right. If they really were like crazy, they would have gone with the governor to, uh, to try to kill everybody in the prison. Yeah. I do think Woodbury people are like slightly different because some of them never really experienced the zombie apocalypse at all. Yeah, it'd almost be like, well, back to the future. All of a sudden you end up in the 50s and like the people are just kind of weird. They're right. in their 50s. Wait, they, <laughs> you know, right. I don't know. It'd be like walking in the, the, the town was just like going into the past. The town was weird. Yeah. You guys had talked about the, uh, yeah, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> you guys had talked about the governor and like the, yep. the comic book accuracy thing. I was talking with someone about some of the stuff the other day, believe it or not. And, um, he mentioned that the, the, the last part of the governor that you saw in the series here, like he just started going around killing people, right? Yeah. Is what you see of him kind of in the beginning in the comics. He's already that he's in the comics. He's pretty evil the whole time. Right. You're so, not. So now he's finally becoming what? the comic version of him is is that true pretty much um the comic was a lot more brutal they literally can't show some of the stuff on tv well yeah i know that the, they did in the book it, i know but what he does to rick like in the comics right away which is something yeah it's something kirkman had said that he regrets doing in the books because it limits what he can do with rick now oh yeah we, me and my uh, friend chris that i work with that watches and reads them too said the same thing because he goes is he gonna do that in the show and i said no way yeah kirkman's looking at the series as a way to correct yeah the things that he maybe should have done in the mm. comics right. or not have done right and i don't know if you know what we're talking about no i don't I in don't. in the i don't know well, are you ever it, gonna read them? it is the spoiler room <laughs> it's not gonna ruin it if i know what's gonna happen uh, kind of might though <laughs> i mean it's just a big deal you're gonna lose that shock factor you're yeah not, yeah you're well, not gonna be surprised we won't mention i it. probably won't go through all the comics it's okay yeah. it, i feel like i'm so far case. behind i just have so much case. to catch catch up on no need to mention it you'd okay. read it in like four days yeah oh i would yeah yeah. yeah, there's not that much. There's a hundred issues, but the issues are six pages long or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, no. I mean, there's eight. The eighteenth volume is coming out in June, so eighteen little books like that. So if I can, how far behind is the TV show from the comics? It's pretty totally far behind. Oh, it even. is. Yeah. yeah, but the timeline's relatively similar. Oh, okay. Like they started off in Atlanta, then they went to Herschel's farm, and now because I'm at the aware prison. of what's coming after the prison, I did go on like yeah. online. I was just like, I was so stressed out with the season finale. <laughs> like, I need to know who dies. But even you though don't. I, you but can't. I needed to have some peace in yeah. a way before yeah. the show aired. And no, it's crazy. Like um, Sophia is coming. alive. Is she? Yep, Sophia's still alive. Like, out of everybody from, I mean, the first group in Atlanta, um, in the comic books right now, well, I'm not going to say, but Sophia is alive. Mm. And so is Andrea. They needed to kill her in the show, though, because that I was a that pivotal was point for Rick. I thought that was brilliant. Mm. Um, but it, well, it is interesting in the comic they show, you know, you see the difference between 
Carl and Sophia, two kids growing mm. up in the same situation, and you can see yeah. the difference between them, which is kind of interesting. But Carl's awesome. Speaking of which, let's Carl. talk about some of the major deaths. Yeah, that happened. What were some of the big? Obviously, they, the entire group of people that <laughs> went to the prison. Yeah, they killed off Laurie in the first half yeah. of the season. Yep, that was um, huge. You know, Andrea died. Yep. Um, how many other big deaths were there? I Milton mean, the, the was governor kind of big. Yeah, the governor wiped out twenty something people. Twenty seven. Yeah, he basically just turned on his own and killed them all because they didn't want to keep doing it. Basically, they went to this place and. They went to the prison to attack it, and yep. there the the people at the prison had set up basically booby trapped it, right? Um, because they knew it was going to be coming, and the people all run through, and then the the zombies get lo- loose in there, and then the people in the prison open fire on everybody. So all the people from the town are like, "Hold, this is never mind. This is real. We didn't sign up for this. We're out of here." So they they hightail it out of there. The governor catches up to him in his truck. He's like, what are you doing? Get back there. We need to fight. And they, as a group, decide, no, we're going back to the town. This is not what we want to do. Yep. So he just grabs a machine gun and lays them all out right there, except mm. for one girl who makes it. She, like, hid under another body, so he yeah. thinks she's dead, but oh, she's okay. not. So she's the one that went back and went back to the town and basically was like, hey, governor's crazy. Like, yeah, the, newsflash. Rick, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Rick and them caught up to her. She was hiding in a truck that was left behind. Okay. And then, yeah, she led them back. She told them what happened. But let me ask this then: out yeah. of all the uh, the deaths that happened, I'm assuming like, like, there's obviously a lot beyond just the main characters. But of all the deaths that happened this season, which one hit you guys the most? Which one affected you? I guess probably Andrea. I could never stand Laurie. I couldn't wait till she was gone personally, but. That seems to be a Andrea's was the most meaningful. I mean, yeah, really. I think so. Yeah. She she yeah. tried so hard to do the right thing and 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 she died anyway. So that that always sucks. Mm. I was um surprised that Merrill Merle. Merle died. Yeah. I always call him Merle. Yeah. I don't know why. I <laughs> want to just pronounce him say Merrill. That was that was upsetting actually. But what surprised me about it was that he finally decided to do the right thing. Right. Like he truly decided, you know what, I need to be the a good guy. Which and goes along with what Anna was saying. Yeah. As soon as he, he made tried the to do choice the right thing. and then he yep. he got killed. But you could see on Daryl's like that was a that pretty was really... that was more of an intense moment. Like oh, that yeah. kind of should have been in the season finale. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. It's like, not that Andrea, I didn't they like could have it. taken Andrea and killed her in the episode before. Yeah. And then in or done both in the same episode, yeah. even though they might lose that that feeling. Yeah. But to have to see, because I figured at some point, some you know, one of them was gonna die. Yeah, there's like between. I thought Daryl was. I, I was like, I, I was starting to think he might not make it. Oh, geez, that'd be bad. No, I think um, they were talking about this on the Talking Dead too. It's interesting in in the zombie apocalypse world. There's one thing you do, and that is when somebody else is dying, you shoot them in the head so they don't have to come back. Yeah. Like you do that to your own people. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. And even even a lot of enemies like mm-hmm. Carl shot that kid in the face. Yep. Like you shoot people in the head so they don't come back as zombies. But the governor does the opposite twice, two episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. He purposely killed somebody on another part of their body so they would come back and continue right. to terrorize. So it's mm. like he's so evil. He knows that, how like, to use him the, as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, the only thing left in this entire world the only moral obligation you have is to destroy the brain. Yeah. And he doesn't do that. So yeah. that sh- shows you who he is in comparison to like 
everybody else out there. You know, even the, his two little lackeys who aren't good people, they still do that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, but the governor is the only one that will. I mean, he shot Merle like in the stomach so that he would come back and terrorize his brother. Yep. He stabbed Milton so that he would come back and eat Andrea. Like that is how messed up that guy is. Mm. He's like the he's the only one that just does he breaks that wall. Pure evil. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. He's more evil than zombies. <sighs> he's way more evil than zombies. That's the whole point of the show. <laughs> right. Is that, that the, the zombies you. are not the problem. It's yeah. it's the it's the when government and law collapses, the sure. crazy people come out of the mm-hmm. woodwork because they can do whatever they want. We saw a lot of character development. People yeah. changed quite a bit. Yep. In this season, actually, when you look back, a lot of people did die. Yeah, like all the people that were in the beginning, like they got to the prison. A lot of people got wiped out. Yeah, yeah. T dog. Yep. That was upsetting. T dog. T dog. Right. <laughs> T dog was cool. They didn't really leave too many doors open either. Like everything was pretty well wrapped up. I think. Yeah, it's it kind of left me again. It's not that I didn't like the episode, but it left me like. It really, really branched off from the comics, like a lot, like more than it has in the mm. past. So I'm kind of like, all right, where are they going? Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. But at the same time, as a fan, you do want to see like the nods, mm. you know, because sure that kind of be keeps you going. Like the reason I jumped off the couch last year was because I saw Michonne, Michonne right. and I friggin' flipped out. I'm like, oh my God, because she's awesome. She's mm. the best character ever. She developed a lot this season, too. She got a lot more, like, emotional. She started off kind of closed off. Yeah. And then she really opened up to Carl. So that was good to see. Because in the comic books, the three of them are, like, best friends. Carl, Rick, and Michonne are, like, real tight. So that was a cool episode to watch. Do you think they'll carry that into the show? Or do you think they're going to take her out of that equation and put Daryl in there as that tight-knit group? I think they might try to do the four of them. But Carl seems to be a little more standoffish in the show so i don't Mm. know if carl will really hang out with him as much as he does in the comic books but i mean they could easily do it with four people too but you want to i mean you really want to get them to be close because that puts the fear Mm -hmm. further in it like if you don't really see them liking each other that much then you're not like as upset you know what i mean but like the maggie and glenn thing is great you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because it just gives a lot of potential for she could get pregnant they could do a lot of tons of stuff could happen so how about where the series is going? What what do you think they're going to lead to speculating or what do you want to see? I I next season I think it's got to start off with you you got to build upon the struggles that they're going to have. Rick's now going to have as a leader. How does he feed all these people? How do you and you have newborn baby? Who knows if there are any babies from the town that came over? Like what who's there? Yeah. Who's going to be an enemy? Who's really sticking by their side? And then I think you're going to see a lot more zombies. This like this season was people versus people. I think we're going to go back to the the build up or or the the people versus zombies but with a backstory of the governor slowly building his team back up somewhere. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him too much. No, I don't think so either. But I think the second half of the season he's going to come back big yeah well they're gonna i think it's gonna be a lot of like i said them cleaning the prison closing Mm -hmm. it off getting the zombies out of there getting the generators to work getting the society to work which is probably going to be a lot of like soap opera y bullshit to be honest but that's okay but in between if i you know get a couple zombie kills in, i'll be fine with that the first season that was like that the second season had that yeah the third season was really 
a lot more action packed. The first half of the third season was yeah. crazy. Every but episode, you can was only crazy. sustain that for right. so long before no, that gets old. I agree. So they got to go back to, and I, and they will. They'll yeah. go right back. I think to they're going to develop the prison. Yeah, developing, and then the second half will be it falling apart. That's what my mm-hmm. prediction is. All right. Anything else you want to say about it before we? Well, uh, do you wrap think? Up? The ratings on the last, the season finale were like 12.1 million. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Ratings on The Talking Dead were 5.4 million. Wow. Yeah. That's how. For a follow-up show. Right. Yeah. Do you think season four will be the last season? Do you think they'll be like, we're going to wrap this up? Or no. do you think they're going to try to continue No, on? they're going to do it for a while, I think, because there's enough content in the comic books and it's making enough money. It's arguably I, one of the most watched true. shows on yeah. TV. I mean, even look at Lost is like seven. Yeah. I think we have seven or eight seasons easily. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, so good to know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't have much else. I mean, the next Star, Star Trek, the next generation is seven. Seven, yeah. Yeah. But the show has gonna to be con- eight. Yep. continue to be well written. Well, I mean, I don't think any as actors or as, actresses are going to go anywhere. No. But we got to keep every, everybody needs to be on. They can't keep losing people who are part of the show. I think um, Although, as long as Kirkman and yeah. and Nicotero, if Kirkman those are the two the key people, because yeah. Nicotero worked on the on the Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. series, so he's a huge zombie guy and he does the makeup and stuff, but he directs too. So mm-hmm. if the two of them stick with it, I think we're fine. Mm. No matter who the showrunner is, at no. this point, it's it doesn't really matter if they're already um, on their third. I think they've announced it. I think they're coming into their third showrunner. Um, yeah, but I think it's going to be like Kirkman and um, the guy that plays Rick, somebody said. No, they, they announced a, an actual third oh. showrunner. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. But they from the interviews I've heard with the characters from the show, like Rick, like the character, the, the actors and actresses do, actresses do have some input on the show and where yeah. it goes. They put their eyes, ideas in there. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It'll be interesting to see where the fourth season goes. You know, what new characters are introduced and, and what happens to people. Tyrese is big and he didn't really do much this year. So I think he's going to have a huge role next year. Which one was that? The new black guy with his sister. Oh, girl. those people. Yeah. <laughs> is that the character name or is it actually Tyrese? No, it's a, his name is Ty- his okay. character's name is Tyrese. Because I know yeah. the guy named the actor Tyrese. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm wondering, too, what happens with the, that town is just dead or. I don't know. They made a good point on Talking Dead. They go, why didn't they go there? Like now that the governor is gone, uh, the town is better than the prison. I don't know. Is it? I I don't think the town was as safe. The town was only safe because they had people with guns standing on the the wall, standing on the walls the whole time. They probably wouldn't be able to survive a herd. Nobody needs to watch. They 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 can't get through the fence. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's probably a lot of people that don't believe that lady. Which lady? The lady that said the governor's nuts. Come with us. There's probably plenty of people that are like, yeah, are you sure? Mm. <laughs> like, I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> mm. I wonder, too, how much the jump in time between the end of the second season and the beginning of the third was an entire season. They basically skipped over the whole winter time period yeah. to not have to film in sure. the snow. And to accelerate Lori's pregnancy. True. So I wonder if there'll be a jump in time. Yeah. I wonder if when the season starts, the prison will have, they might pan the gardens and all this stuff and right. be like, the little recap on how they got there. Right. Yeah. All those the things that you said a you kind of dreaded the buildup of. Right. Yeah. But needs to be included. But yeah, they might just skip yep. over it. Oh, the uh, the only thing I, I don't remember, the black guy who 
helped Rick in the first episode of the show. Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Did he die? No. No, he's still alive. Yep. He's just fucking nuts. Yeah. Because this kid died. Yeah. That actor is a pretty famous guy. So everybody like wants him to be a permanent part of the show, but he's like really busy. So they said he'll probably come back from time to time. Oh, good. But he's not going to be. I mean, he's a really good actor that does tons of shit all the time. So he can't really be on the show yeah. permanently. The timing of that episode was good because yeah. I went back and watched. Just, I did not know he was going to be on the episode. And the uh, day before, I was like, let me just watch the first episode again just to see if it's like. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Wow. So many things I forgot. And then the next next night I watched that and there he is. And I'm like, oh, my God, That's that cool. was perfect. That's really cool. That was my favorite episode this season, I think. Mm. I thought it was so good. With them yeah. going into the bar and getting the picture, and yeah. that was just awesome. So, so good. Good season overall. Rob needs to watch it. If my mom likes it, then it can't be that gross. What What is your holdup against watching it? I don't like zombie stuff. And I don't like gore. Yeah. I would have... when When I am placed into a watching a world of zombies even when they're not around i feel the paranoia of it but that's the fun i i dude i'm a paranoid I'm a person that lives in anxiety <laughs> i can't add more to it it's too much he's gonna stroke I, out watching the, the only watching episodes that. that i felt anxiety for was the cat and mouse episode of the governor and andrea which was also an excellent episode i was curled was. up in the fetal position on the couch like Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Talk about paranoia. That was terrifying. And guess what? It wasn't because of the zombie. But they're in that world. <laughs> yeah. Can't I don't know. deal. They could be around any corner. I would never yeah. stop thinking about it. My um. My what are you gonna do when it, it feels like they're safe? Oh, I would just uh, in, we like, just encase shoot myself, in, myself in blades. Oh, and then just like <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work. I, I'd figure it out. <laughs> They don't. They don't feel pain. They still go at you. Happen anyway. Uh, I'm Batman. <laughs> He's like dragging the zombies. Batman like, would do extraordinarily well in the yeah, zombie apocalypse. He, he really would. I would take to the the skyscraper tops and the, probably the last places that the zombies could ever get. High to. High ground. Yeah. Yeah. Super high ground. The only problem with super high ground is if they find their way up there. There's no way. There's for nowhere you to, get up. to go but down. And that's the a odds problem. of like more than one making it to the top You'd at a time. You'd be surprised. In the show, we saw them be able to get work their way up staircases, a ton, like hordes of zombies. In World War Z, they just ant climb on top of each other. <laughs> we really need to go into the science where the zombie <laughs> thing could never happen because they might make walking around an hour before they just crumble into dust. <laughs> but for that hour, Rob, <laughs> shit's hitting the fan. Yeah, They're scary. By the time they make it to the top of any building, they would be a pile of debris. So I win. Anything else before we wrap it up? No. Final thoughts or something you want to plug? Nope. <laughs> I thought of something. Yay. Um, April is Autism Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So people should go to Autism Speaks and donate if they can or find other ways they can help. And it's a really good cause. So check it out. Yay. Yay. I plug something. Please go to thegeekgeneration.com to check out everything that we post over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. That helps us more than you can possibly imagine. Please like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at geekgeneration on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at thenightangel. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So wrapping up our wrap-up of The Walking Dead... 
We'll be back next week. Later. See ya. Make it so.